0: You can subscribe to Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and online at fanstreamsports.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. And be sure to check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. I think we had a new subscriber yesterday, Sujin Patel, who's actually been a guest on the show before. So we want to thank him uh, for signing aboard Rays unfiltered. Well, your Tampa Bay Rays lose 5-1 to one to the New York Yankees in Game 4 of the ALDS. Uh, we actually discuss all that with dedicated listener Austin Holloway. Yes, yes, we do. And it was a great talk, and I hope everybody
1: enjoys it. But Austin is not only a dedicated listener, but all the flashy things that Locked on Rays listeners have been able to enjoy on our YouTube channel. That's actually done all by Austin. So we want to, you know, give him some recognition for all the work that uh, he's done because, you know, you and I, Kevin, we, we can barely do uh, a podcast, uh, let alone try to figure out graphics and and all that good stuff. So maybe one day Austin will, will teach us, but for now uh, we just let the, (laughs) the professional, let the experts (laughs) handle
0: it. Yeah. Let the pros handle the pro stuff. Ulysses and I are boomers when it comes to, believe it or not, internet and technology at times. I mean, uh, you know, how many people does it take to turn on a light bulb? It seems that way sometimes yes. with what we're do- uh, trying to do uh, with technology. But Austin uh, was a great guest. Um, and if that's something that you want to do, if you want to be a, a one time guest or a co host on the show, we will give you that opportunity. Uh, last week we had Melissa Herrera on, the week before we had Zach Dabb on. This week, we have Austin Holloway. If you want to be one of the next people, we have actually a long list of people that uh, yeah. we will be getting to in the coming weeks. Um, but if you're also looking to be on the show at some point and want to put your put your name in the hat, not just in the hat, but actually be a part of the show, uh, shoot us an email at at gmail.com for more details and information on that. Uh, before we get to Austin, though... We have to tell you about Built Bar. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious than ever before. And now they're up to, I count, 19 amazing flavors. Not 18, but 19, as they've added another new flavor, Ulysses. That is the the strawberry flavor. That's as surprising as starting Tyler Glass
1: now on very, very short rest for Game 5. So let's hope that the strawberry flavor goes as well as Tyler Glass now will perform tonight.
0: Yes, and I've heard, I've not yet gotten my hands on the strawberry flavor, but I've seen it online. It looks extremely scrumptious, and uh, I've heard a lot of rave reviews about it as well. I think, again, um, strawberry, you buy some strawberry ice cream, maybe heat up the strawberry flavor built Bar a little bit, Mm. mix in some of the chocolate with the strawberry ice cream, and you're good to go. Yes. And you won't feel guilty about it because uh, the strawberry flavor built Bar, like every other Bilt Bar, is loaded with protein, low sugar, low calorie, low carb. So you can, you can uh, indulge with, without feeling guilty with that. To order the strawberry flavor and all the other built Bar products and flavors, go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and that'll get you 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar will also match uh, donations to the following breast cancer organizations Barbells for Boobs, Breast Cancer Angels, Huntsman Cancer Institute, and Living Beyond Breast Cancer. They will match your donation to those organizations for up to $50 per order. Check it out now. All right, welcome to another edition of Ulysses. I guess we're calling this Ramblin' Rays. This is going to be our ongoing segment for the foreseeable future on Fridays where we bring on a dedicated listener of the podcast to talk all things Rays baseball. Today we have Austin Holloway who is not just a regular listener but also handles all the uh, YouTube editing and, and video production Ah, uh, for our YouTube page, something that Ulysses and I could never do. I think uh, <laughs> Ulysses, we can both agree on that. Uh, we're boomers. We we don't even. We barely know. It, it took us like three days to start a YouTube page, let alone be able to edit videos and put graphics and and all sorts of things like that. So Austin is a very very talented guy. Uh, he also is a big time Rays baseball fan. Um, unfortunately, uh, of course, yesterday the Rays lost five to one to the New York Yankees. So as Ulysses and I, and I think a lot of other people predicted uh, this series would be going to be five games. It It is going to five games, but uh, gentlemen, I guess, Austin, I, I first want to get your impression uh, thoughts on game four. And then what's your, your confidence level uh, with game five tonight at 7 PM, I believe.
2: Yeah. I mean, I honestly think game four was ours for the taking. Uh, I honestly think we should have started Yarborough. Ryan Thompson was out there for far too long. I mean, it's kind of the same thing as the ninth inning in game one. Cash just left him out there to dry, more or less. But um, as for game five, man, it's baseball. Anything could happen, but it's shaping up so much like last year. Uh, we all know the glass now tipping pitches and Astros get to him early. And that's not what we want to see as Rays fans, but glass now coming off two days rest against Cole, who is given on three days rest. So we don't know how that's going to shape up, but I can't say that I have a hundred percent confidence. I want to, and of course <laughs> a win is what we're looking for, but it's, it's nerve wracking. It's definitely ner-
1: nerve-wracking. And I can definitely see some parallels from 2019 to 2020. Obviously, Glass now, now will start uh, against coal again. But there is something that tells me that this team is a bit different. It's that they've been there, right? They've played that game five before. They have a little bit more confidence and perhaps they did last year. I mean, Cole last year was a superhuman, right? He was Jake Arrieta-esque when Jake Arrieta was that god in what, 2015, 2016. You know, there are times in, in baseball when just very skilled guys just hit that extra gear. That was Cole last year that's not cold this year. And that's not saying he's a poor pitcher, but the rays have hit him already. They know that they can hit him. So being also on three days rest actually does give me a little bit more confidence going forward, but that doesn't negate the fact that I will be eating my knuckles, uh, this, (laughs) this evening, because it will be nerve wracking. Now uh, that situation, second and third, and this goes to, to, to both of you. Um, I want to hear from you. Um, what do you think can be done when you have a man on second and third with no out, and and you strike out with Zunino there, and and Brandon Lau who has been not Brandon Lau uh, actually got the 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 knock but barely. I mean that could have been a double play ball. Mm-hmm. What what do you see in that situation when when that's happening in front of you? What do you expect because? I'm not expecting to strike out. I may, may call me a traditionalist, but I want the ball to be put in play.
2: Austin, I'll let
0: you take this one first.
2: Yeah, I mean, no question. That's big, especially against a guy like Jordan Montgomery, who has given up runs in every single start, multiple runs pretty much in every single start, except for one this year. And so second and third with no guys out. I mean, that's, prime you know knock it that one base hit gives us the lead in right. that situation and that's a momentum changer and pff, if Zunino gets a knock there who knows what happens next maybe it's a spark maybe we're not talking about a game 5 tonight so <laughs> i mean we can we can talk about what ifs all day but uh yeah we got to cash in there i think
0: so Ulysses, what you're saying, are you implying that Kevin Cash should have pinch hit for Mike Zanino in that situation? No. Or I'm, have I'm, somebody I... lay down a bunt or just find a way to put the ball in play? you got to play small ball. On that night where it's 10 degrees cooler, you have the marine layer, the balls aren't flying out like they were. I mean, they're not flying out for right. the Rays like they were for the Yankees. They're not flying out like they were for the Rays for the first three games of this series. So you've got to be able to change your game plan a little bit. So is, is that what you wanted uh to do in that situation is pinch hit for Zanino or tell Zanino to lay one down or or you know extend I mean, his elbow and take one for the team here?
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to that last one there. Uh it's been <laughs> successful in, in a couple of times. But no, I, you you can't sub out Zanino if you started him because it's the third inning or maybe the right. second inning. I, I forget i forget which inning it was but it was pretty early in the game so no you can't sub them out but again this might be just an overall critic of how the the game has evolved into we all knew that that was either going to be a strikeout or maybe a home run but that tip of the balance was 95 percent strikeout five percent home run so then is that really like a product and he had look he had a productive at bat. He laid off some pitches and I was actually looking forward to, Oh, could this be a walk? But then he lays off three great breaking balls in the dirt. Right. So you're thinking, okay, he's seeing the ball pretty well. And then he takes a change up. Well, he doesn't take it. He swung through a change up right down main street. I mean, it was just a beautiful pitch for Zunita to make uh, a lot of damage, but, that's not the biggest thing. I know that's probably the biggest situation they had to score right there in the game last night. But my biggest thing was again, I have a Kevin crash moment. Do you guys oh God. care Already, to guess to what the Kevin crash moment
0: is from yesterday's game? Well, I thought Austin hit it on the head with the Thompson thing. Although after the game cash explained his reasoning, he wanted Thompson to get through the order once and he felt he was uh, in the best position to get a double play ball. Um, yeah, I mean, Thompson looked really good that first inning. Then things started to kind of fall apart. And I get that you want to be able to save some arms and everything. But no, what is, what is the Kevin uh, crash moment uh, that you have from yesterday, Ulysses? You
1: saw this guy, Jordan Montgomery, a month ago. And you made, made it so bad for him that he couldn't even record three outs use that lineup why wasn't Frenchie right. in that lineup i mean why didn't you use the same construction of lineup that made so much damage to him it, it that i mean the rays are a, a smart organization they're a smart team that's what they're known for why weren't you smart yesterday you tried to play games like boone did in game two And that comes and bites you. I mean, if you've had good results with something, you keep doing it. That's literally what the race usually do, right? They say, hey, this guy's a good platoon for the most part. This is his position to succeed. Well, the lineup, you already had a lineup that had the position to succeed because you already saw it (laughs) succeed a month ago. So that's my biggest problem. That's the Kevin Crash moment. And I don't care about, oh, well, Jordan Montgomery, they could have done the switcheroo. Deal with that. I don't I don't care if Boone does the switcheroo in the second or the third inning if we've already put four runs up on the
0: board. Sure. Do the switcheroo. I don't care. We've got four runs in the board. So are you saying that you wanted the exact same lineup or you just wanted basically Bersow... Brousseau- batting cleanup or batting in that lineup to start the game because you couldn't do the exact same lineup with the, some of those guys aren't on the roster. That's uh, the thing. Post season roster,
1: unless the guys that if, if they're hurt, if they say, Hey coach, you know, there's something in here. They're not on the roster. Fine. But you were missing Margot and, 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 and and Brasso at the top of the lineup that, that worked, that worked, that was effective. So again, I, I just think that that was the Kevin crash moment of the game and it happened honestly prior to the game.
0: Yeah. And Margot did hit a, hit a nice ball down, down center field. Just didn't have quite the, uh, again, if it was five degrees warmer, maybe that, that flies out there. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So that again, just going back to uh, checking Ulysses here, I do agree with you. It would have been nice to see Bersow, uh, in the order to start to maybe harken back to that September 2nd game. And, uh, but I know that maybe they just wanted the, I don't know, the, the, defensive upgrade at the start of the game. And I know he's been dealing with an oblique issue. And it, it, what really sucked is the fact that he struck out to end the game against Chapman. That was kind of a buzzkill yeah. right there. You would have liked to see him at least, you know, draw a walk or something like, like uh, Brandon loud did. But yeah. So the lineup that day where the rays uh, got on uh, Jordan Montgomery early and often, it was Margot a Meadows, Brasso, Adamas, Wendell, your boy Renfro, your boy Kevin Smith and your boy Nate Low. So the but so but I get what you're saying. Yeah, you'd want Margot and Bruce all that, those that guys at the top of top the lineup point. were
1: playing yesterday. So why not use yes. that same? Yeah, sure. Okay, Nate Lowe, Okay, sure. He's not there. Renfro. Hey, Renfro had a pinch hit. You know, he didn't do much with it. But um, you know, I, I, that top of the lineup is the one that did the damage against Montgomery a month ago. You had them on the lineup. You should have put them in the same. It's also psychological. Like if you put the guys in the order and they're like, hey, this is how we did damage to them. But human beings are so funny like that. You know, when we put when we do something and like, hey, you know what? I I did that last week. I know how to do that. And if, even if it was something that was scary or, you know, kind of weird and you got through it, you're like the second time around, you're like, no, no, no. I I, I remember I did this. I could do it. I mean, so it just feels like a missed opportunity there. But again, deep breath. Game four is over. Now you got to look to game five and you got glass now on the mound. Like Austin says, two days rest does not breathe a lot of confidence, but we got to believe this is it. Right. So you got glass on the mound. You got Cole. What can we expect from the offense tonight? Because I know, Kevin, you dug up some numbers on three days rest pitchers.
0: And they're not particularly good. I wouldn't say I dug up numbers. I don't know. I mean, you you threw me a curveball, literally, with that one. I will say <laughs> that uh, Cole is pitching on three days rest for the very first time in his career, and thus far uh, this year, in four starts against Cole, the Rays uh, have held him, or he's had a four eight four ERA in four starts against the Rays. So the Rays have been able to get to him and have been successful against him, but I don't, I do not have the exact numbers on three days rest, but um, again, glass now going on two days rest with that. I I would expect the bats to get more than three hits, right? You would, you're going to need more than three hits to win this game. Would we all agree with that? For sure. Yeah. So here, the, the, my biggest thing from yesterday's game, I would say uh, besides is of course uh, what uh, Torres did and everything like that. But the, the fact that – and I'm, I'm looking – I'm taking a positive from this, okay? A positive is that Ryan Yarbrough found a way to break John Carlos Stanton's bat with the cutter inside. That bat is donezo. <laughs> gonzo. Again, mental thing. Baseball players. That bat had a lot of hits and a lot of home runs in it. Move on to the next one. I I like that. That's a positive, right? We, we got to have some yeah. kind of takeaway. Uh, with that, but, um, of course with tonight's game, yep. Garrett Cole versus Tyler glass. Now we actually got an interesting question, uh, from another one of our, uh, regular listeners Ty McCann, also a Patreon subscriber. I'll throw that out there. Uh, he says, gents, I guess we didn't bring the hot bats tonight. Looking for more production tomorrow, which is today. Of course, I'd like to see us put down these pesky Yankees so we can get our revenge on the Astros question. Who do you want to see behind the plate tomorrow? El Clutch or Big Z? So Mike Perez or Mike Zanino? So who do you want to see behind the plate? Again, tonight. He sent this email yesterday. Uh, tonight, you want to see uh, Zanino or Perez? Austin, I will let you take this one away.
2: Man, I feel like it's got to be Mikey. I mean, if if you want to sub in Zanino later, sure. He's He's got the defensive prowess. He's... Earned his spot to get some playing time, but Mikey, you said it, nonstop clutch. I mean, even what was it in game three, coming up clutch with that huge base yeah. hit. I mean, this kid is something else as a, as a second string catcher. Mm-hmm. Like the things that we have seen him do this year is unreal. And I just want to, this is going a little off topic of the question. I want to come back to, what you guys were talking about earlier with Cole and everything on three days rest, I've noticed that there are two types of Garrett Cole when he is in a, in a big game, there's absolutely shut down. You're not touching me, Garrett Cole. And then there's Garrett Cole that might get into a little bit of trouble early on. And he gets so flustered. I mean, you can see it the way that that guy handles his emotions. He he just gets all over the place and he looks like a nervous wreck. So if we come out there and we put something on the board early and mm-hmm. get that guy in his own head, yeah, I think it's just a slow descent from there, especially on the three days rest. So um, yeah, but Mikey for sure. Lefty bat against Garrett Cole. We just need the bats tonight, man. And Zunino just, I mean, given Zunino has Homered off Cole, he has Homered off Cole this year, and that's that's a big thing as well, but I still think it's Mikey. Uh, I gotta you know,
1: I years gotta years? I gotta agree with, with Austin here. I think it has to be Mikey, but I'll change my answer just a little bit from Austin, which is saying I want it to be Mikey, I think it'll be Zunino. I think uh Kevin Cash has Made it very clear during this postseason and uh, since Zunino came back from injury that he will he does still consider Mikey to be a nice little backup catcher that uh, he he can plug in there when Zunino is tired or needs a rest. But Zunino is his main guy, uh, so he still trusts him behind the dish and I I don't trust him behind the <laughs> dish uh, I, I I think he is a a,
0: a has you good you relationships with pitchers what was that you mean you don't trust him at the plate not behind the dish correct well yeah, well kind of i mean
1: again his 2020 as small sample size as it is hasn't been the defensive prowess that we all have seen from Zunino in his career that Great, much he's made some
0: sure. really good stops this postseason though sure some really he's good made, yeah again, keeping the
1: ball in front of him sure but again that also plays to sample size right uh you know what is it the postseason been five games so he's had a good five games but in 35 games played in regular season he didn't look like that so again we're just playing with numbers that really don't mean anything it's what i want well, my opinion is i would like to see mikey back there i think it's going to be Zunino.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think they're again, I think I would totally be on board with using uh, a pinch hitter for Zanino in the middle innings. I think you want to whatever makes your pitchers, whatever makes glass now comfortable, whatever makes if you go to Snell comfortable after that, when you go to the bullpen, I think that's when you can make a switch pinch hit for him and then bring in Perez as a defensive replacement. Maybe he gets in that batter too. From there, I just think that, what, did uh, did Zanino play the whole game uh, in the, the Snell or Glasnow game? I want to say the now game, I think I could be wrong. think uh, he
1: was subbed out in the seventh inning, so I, I think okay. Mikey caught the last two innings in game two, the, the seventh yeah. and eighth. Or was I that think game whatever, one? One again, of those two games.
0: Whatever makes, just like what the Yankees do with Higashioka and Cole, you want your pitcher on the mound. To be comfortable. We we need we need glass now to be comfortable. We need Snell yeah. if he's brought in to be comfortable. After that, okay, bullpen guys, you got to work with what you're dealt with. If we're gonna throw in Perez, and I, I'm sure the guys love working with Perez too, but um I would like and I think it's gonna happen. I think Zanino's definitely going to start the game and probably play the first handful of innings at least uh, and go from there. Who knows? Maybe he comes up with a big hit. Again, he's trying to he's playing for four and a half million dollars. Uh we saw this. Uh, we've seen this this postseason, where he's he 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 wants this last uh, couple weeks here to 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 force the raise hand so they pick up that that option or at least kind of make a good impression for the. The next team that that wants to sign him in the future, but that's this a great is, question from Time Again for
1: sure. This is a uh, this is prop bet Kevin Weiss speaking uh, because mm-hmm. he he's still sore about that Zunino bet. Look, um, sure we look. Let's root for him tonight. Like there's 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 nothing wrong with rooting for the your team. So uh, every Rays fan is going to root for every guy, no matter what the outcome is, because we want the W. Now I did some numbers real quick um since 2000 54 games have been played with a, a starting pitcher with short rest uh the ERA and i know a lot of people scoff at ERA but it's the number i found so this is what we're dealing with here okay uh it's 4.80 so the 54 pitchers that have gone since 2000 on short rest uh have done a 4.80 ERA that's in the postseason. so uh basically history saying that uh it isn't going to pay off, uh, so that would be good for the race because Cole is going on short rest. And then again, they also have so on Glasson short rest. They yeah. have Tyler Glass now as well on even shorter
0: rest, like you said. So, so are we are uh, we expecting a high scoring game here? What's the over under? What do you guys I, think? Oh man, that's gonna be tough, Austin. What do you think?
2: Over under on runs?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Man, I mean we got two great starters i mean like you guys said both on short rest and then once it gets to those bullpens i don't know if we're seeing a lot of scoring after that i'll put it at seven i feel like it's been at okay. seven
1: okay a couple i like this games. yeah like seven this. what y'all Ooh. got could we see a, a four to three affair oh my gosh that would be
0: definitely i think so hey i think that the rays look I mean, is glass now going to pitch more than two innings, three innings tops? I think then it's going to be a total mix and match with every arm we have available. We're going to throw at you. I don't expect glass now to throw five or six here. No, no, no. That's just I I, I was going to give you an over under on two and a half innings for glass now. So (laughs) I guess
1: one time through the order, If if he's going to put Ryan Thompson one time through the order, if that's the plan, you're going to put glass now one time through the order. Uh, I don't care if it's two days rest. Glasnow, two days rest, I would bet is better than Thompson at full rest. Like That's how nasty yes. Tyler Glassnow <laughs> stuff is. So you're giving him one, th- one time through the order. If he is as nasty as he can be, that means three innings. If he has a little, you know, a bloop and, um, you know, a, a circumstance where he gets into a little bit of trouble, that's two innings plus. I think then after that, it's it, like you said, it's um, it's bullpen galore. But this is a time where, again, I don't mean to make this a, a episode of Kevin Crash uh, oh uh, galore, but <laughs> we talked about this a week ago. Why wasn't Josh Fleming put in this roster? This is exactly <sighs> why. like if you had a guy like Josh Fleming in your back pocket, I, 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 how is this not a Kevin Crash moment?
0: Uh, Look, why I would, would you... have rather seen them add uh, Josh Fleming as opposed to Trevor Richards after uh, Oliver yes. Drake went down. You had oh, the second a little bit there. of uh, that's confusing to me, but, you know,
1: yeah. and, and so well, <laughs> and doesn't that scare you race fans that in game five, you might see the Silver Fox uh, against the Yankees instead of maybe a Josh Fleming who did pretty good. I don't know. I I know that that's a very right-handed heavy lineup, and again, they're just playing matchups because Richards is a righty. But it just feels like that it it could be a lot of um, cat and mouse, gotcha games
0: instead of just going with your guy. Do we see Snell in this game after Glass? Now we're just over the course of the game. What
1: do you think, Austin?
2: I honestly think it depends on how Glassnow performs. And I think with these two guys, what it's going to come down to is who has their power stuff. They're both on short rest, and that's what they go for. They want to dominate you. They want to throw that fastball right past you. And so if they don't have that stuff, I mean, we know Glassnow's got that absolutely devastating curveball in his back pocket, so he might be able to rely on that. But I really think... These two starting pitchers have to depend on their power stuff, and if they don't have it, that guy's going to get chased out early. And if Glass now gets chased out early, I do think that we bring in Snow, even though he didn't perform. Let's say wild card game one, Blake Snell in ALDS game one. We need that wild card game, Blake Snell, if mm-hmm. he was coming into the mound. That like, and like Ulysses said, this is. This is a lineup filled with righty power bats, so Snell's got to be on his game if he's coming in. But I also am not opposed to the idea of stashing Snell away for a potential ALCS game one. That's it. You hit it
1: on. You hit it right there because he's right. He's lined up perfectly for that Sunday start. Mm-hmm. If, if if the Rays win again, I hate 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 doing the managing for win. tomorrow i was just <laughs>
0: gonna bring it up yeah
1: exactly thank you you know me so well kevin i hate that i despise that you don't get to tomorrow if you don't win today so that's let's let's uh, everybody should know that okay but i do i do agree with the, with you on that uh, however it would be f- it would be kind of um i think you can still start snell if he if you just say hey this is a really good spot for snell these three hitters this and they're going up in the sixth inning. Snell, you got the six. This is going to be like your side session. You're empty out the tank, but just know that we got you on a leash of 25 pitches, and it's like it's just your bullpen work, okay? And you and you can still do Sunday, maybe something like that. i I would expect more length out of Glass now than Snell if we see both.
0: Who wins tonight? Got to throw it out there. Who wins tonight? <laughs> I want all honesty, full disclosure. You know, I hear some negativity. I hear some Kevin crash moments, so on, and so forth. Put your money where your mouth is. I'm literally going to do that after this show. I will be going to my favorite betting site and laying down a couple of (laughs) shekels on the race. So, you know, where I stand, where do you all stand? How many, how many Skittles you got? uh,
1: How many green Skittles are you putting on that game?
0: Let me look at the lines first. Let me try to, let me do some math here. I, you know, don't throw me a curveball yet like you did with the uh, <laughs> short rest question when you had all the numbers to start. You could have just thrown those out there. I wasn't ready for that in, in our pre-production meeting there. Uh, <laughs> That's true. So yeah, but uh, I, I would say probably, uh, definitely at least five. Maybe okay. Two. We'll see. Five green Skittles. We'll I like it.
1: Um, I look, love the
0: buck, so I, I'm, I've My, my Skittle uh, reservoir is a little smaller today than <laughs> –
1: <laughs> that, so. oh somebody put money on the on the bucks um look hey uh, austin i'm gonna let you answer first because i'm still figuring out how i want to ward my my answer
2: well as much as kevin seems to want it i cannot bring myself to speak any <laughs> bad juju out into the universe so let's go with our very own tampa bay rays Game five win, ALCS bound. Let's get it.
1: One hundred percent correct. If I could give you extra credit, I would give you extra credit because that's exactly the type of answer that I that that I want to hear. It's a Tampa Bay race. Look, they made it to five games. Like Willie Adams said, and I love this in his in his uh, press conference. He said nobody said it was going to be easy. I see that is why I like Willie. He is so down to earth in the moment where there's questions, you know, the, not a great game, and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> you think it's easy to beat those guys in that other clubhouse? Because it's it's not, it's not, it's not easy making those plays. It's not easy trying to trying to hit off Cole and, and company. I love that, but I, that's the energy, and I think a lot of people, like I said on, on, on yesterday's show on Twitter, they for, like they're Rays fans, but then they forget that the Rays. Have the most comeback wins this year in, 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 in 2020. They forget that this team comes back from deficits that they are uh, they're always in the game that no matter what, they always tried their best to 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 get that result and and I think sometimes race fans forget that they're going to come out they don't want a repeat of last year that last year you don't think that they're thinking uh, about 2019 ALDS. I know Glass now is thinking about it, and I want that memory to be used as fuel. And hopefully, it's used as fuel, and they get the W tonight.
0: Ulysses, who were uh, who were the Twitter users calling out yesterday? A lot of a lot of negativity, I presume. I, I try to stay off Twitter during game days and just generally. So, for people that that reach out to me and ask me questions and things like that, I'm not trying to be rude. I just as a rule, I try to stay away from Twitter as much as I can. I'll throw in a couple of dingers and zingers here and there, but uh, for the most part, I I try to stay away from that stuff. So, yeah, what was the uh, was it the world is falling, sky is falling, and then today if the race you know what ran, I hate, we're the best team in in history, right? It,
1: it, it, that's what I hate. You know, I I know, like you said, fanatic is is tied to a, a, you know emotional responses, and and uh, you know when you're emotional, and you're not really rational. So I I understand that, but what I hate to 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 see on Twitter is like somebody strikes out and then they go like, "Oh, X player is the worst. He sucks. Why is he on the lineup?" And then the next time up, he hits a home run. He's like, "Yeah, X is the best. Let's go!" And it's like you. Can't. <laughs> Give me some balance here. Like yeah. you have to filter some opinions from your th- from your th- from your brain to the thumbs on Twitter. Like let, let some stuff go. So that's what I'm referring to.
0: There should be like a ten minute buffer before you tweet. Before you have a, a thought <laughs> in your head and put it out on Twitter. Let, let's give it some thought. Let's give it some some scuttlebutt. Brainstorm a little bit and then make that decision. Make that calculated decision on yes. if you want to post it on Twitter. Uh, very good. Um, Ulysses, shall we move on to baseball trivia? We see, should. Uh, Grill Austin. See see what he knows. First, we've got to tell you about Postmates. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly ever want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring what you need within the hour. So no more trips to the store. You don't even need to know where it is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit. For your first seven days, when you download the Postmates app, anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code locked LOCKEDON. Um, Ulysses, I will let you take it away with the uh, first trivia question for Austin. Okay,
1: so I'm, I'm, I'm looking for home run leaders for the Rays uh, in years that they've gone to the playoffs. So this is a very straightforward question. Who led the team in bombs in two thousand eight?
2: Was it Longo? Strike one. Man, I was nine years old. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I um, want to
0: throw it in our faces and just about everybody else that listens to this <laughs> podcast. Let's I was see. nine years old in two thousand eight. Let that sink in for Oof. a little
2: bit. All right. I'm trying to think back to that 2018.
1: Carlos Peña. Boom. Got it with 31. How about 2010?
2: Was that long ago? Strike one. Mm. Big power bats. I'm trying to think who would have been in the middle of that lineup.
1: I will give you a hint. Okay. Some of these guys Repeat.
2: Is it Carlos Peña? <laughs>
1: correct. Twenty ten. <2010 laughs> okay. Twenty eight. Twenty eleven. Magical year. Twenty eleven.
2: I feel like I'm just gonna swing and miss again. Longo.
1: Then you'd be correct.
2: Very right, good. Right, Longo all right, with go. thirty
1: one. Let's go. Okay. Twenty thirteen.
2: Uh. don't want to throw out the Longo again but is it right yep
1: Longo okay. with 32 all right he went by one uh, he went wait it by wasn't one. Desmond Jennings that year what no no Matthew Joyce Matty Joyce was actually number two on that list uh 2019 Meadows there you go with 33 and 2020 Oh,
2: no, he most bombs
0: this year was it Renfro Strike one. Um, We wish it was Renfro. Oh my gosh, that would have been right. nice. Can you tell me how many he has? 14. Oh, Lau. There you
1: go. Lau. Yeah. He's been so done. quiet
0: in the postseason, you forgot that he yeah, had 14 yeah. home runs in yeah, the
2: postseason. Next warrior. closest
0: was uh, <laughs> Willie Adamas and Hunter Renfro tied with eight well actually no Yoshi also had eight. so three yeah. guys tied for second with eight home runs well Ulysses were people calling out Brandon Lau on on Twitter saying he sucks and so on and so forth or, uh, or were they I, uh, reasonable about that I I'm
1: not gonna get into a mudslinging fight oh, okay. here I just did not appreciate what I saw on Twitter so I just kind of made my rant uh known and and then I walked away from it
0: Look, I know he's been very, extremely quiet this uh, postseason. I think he's two for 23. Uh, He did uh, drive in the Rays' only run yesterday and drew a walk against her, Chapman. Baby steps here, folks. Baby steps. Productive
1: Uh, outs. That's all I was asking for there. Second and third with no out, productive
0: outs, and strikeouts are never productive. So there you go. Yes. Um, My trivia question also is related to home runs, Uh, but this is postseason Home runs, and this is Ooh. throughout all of baseball. Uh, Austin, my question for you is: There are ten players in MLB history that have hit at least seventeen home runs in the postseason. Uh, name me three of those players. I will say some are active, some are retired. It's a it's a smorgasbord, if you will, of of uh, guys who hit the long ball in the postseason.
2: Well, I hate to make this quick on you. But oh, my, no. my trash can's in the kitchen, so we'll leave that there. We got <laughs> George Springer, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, and Nelson uh-huh. Cruz. Those those are the three right off the top of my head that I saw on that chart when I was watching the Astros game the other day. So is that correct?
0: Yes, the, that, those are the, the the bottom tier, actually, guys with 17. Um, do you want to keep going? You You want to see if you can name all the guys? <sighs>
2: I don't know about all 10, but, um, what
0: about the, the leader, the all time leader
2: in postseason home runs,
0: postseason home runs, 29, 29 in 493
2: wow. appearances. Is this an old guy we're talking about?
0: Uh, he played during your lifetime.
2: Um, oh wow.
0: And yeah, he was, uh, he's quirky. He's, uh, unique to say the least oh my gosh! Uh, he's yes he's played on a uh, uh he wasn't much of a uh, defender he'd do some some interesting things that uh, i don't know. <laughs> he, he was he was odd an odd fellow uh, but he could swing the bat he could swing the bat Man. for uh the rival red sox for the dodgers for the indians back in the day oh weirdo. oh, oh
2: yeah Man, I feel like I'm gonna be kicking myself after you tell me this one. A weirdo, he played for the Indians, the Sox, and the Dodgers.
0: Man. There is a, a great story how he uh <laughs> is, it, he is, is it the, the Is it Hanley?
1: No, oh, but you, Hanley wanted to emulate the guy that you need to think of think about for the answer.
0: Yeah, and you've got the last name right. Yes. Uh Were you thinking of Hanley Ramirez? Yeah. Okay, it's not Hanley Ramirez, but the name sort of rhymes. Yeah, actually,
1: I never actually made that connection, but Hanley and...
2: So wait, the last name is Ramirez or it rhymes with it?
0: Yes, the last name is Ramirez. Manny
2: there you go manny yeah, ramirez. ramirez yes there, okay
0: yeah, yeah. Un- unique guy to say the least yeah. uh wasn't there didn't we recall his story ulysses how he stuck uh bath towels in uh in a toilet at Fenway park and overflowed yep. it and created a huge uh, plumbing issue and because
1: <laughs> he never uh, wanted <laughs> to use a uh, toilet paper so he wanted to use uh you know towels because he's yeah.
0: special he yeah. is, yeah, he is special for sure. Yeah. So the rest right. of this list, yeah, you've got Manny Ramirez with twenty nine, Bernie Williams twenty two, Derek Jeter twenty, Albert Pujols nineteen, Reggie Jackson eighteen, Mickey Mantle eighteen, and then David Ortiz, Jim Thome, uh, George Springer, Nelson Cruz with seventeen. Sorry, there's a lot of Yankees on that list, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah. Austin, great job with trivia. Great job on today's episode. Is this something you would recommend to other listeners to to hop on and? and join Ulysses and I from time to time.
2: Oh yeah, no question. I mean, it's just as fun, if not more fun than just listening from your car. So <laughs> for sure, give it a try, shoot the guys an email and you'll have fun.
0: It's great. And be sure you check out Austin's great work on our YouTube page, Raise yes. Unfiltered. Again, it's something Ulysses, I again, I speak for the both of us, something we could never do. I, I barely <laughs> know how to connect to the internet uh and austin's over here throwing out videos pulling clips doing highlights all sorts of stuff and in a matter of minutes really it's it's uh,
1: amazing it's, amaz- it's amazing how uh 29 year olds can really be boomers uh quite quickly yeah it can become boomers yeah it's so i'm 28 really- here don't don't oh, okay. try, to, try to round okay. up with me <laughs> whoops whoops no but your 29th is coming in three weeks okay so
0: don't 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 act too surprised a uh, little longer than through. Hey, you're you're still trying to round up. I'm 28. All right, <laughs> I identify as 28 years old. Yeah, Don't okay. Change
1: it. <laughs> sounds uh. good. Sounds good. No, but really, thank you, Austin, so much for not only your work, but uh, obviously for coming in, having a good chat with us. Uh, pro- hopefully, providing some good juju for the Rays uh, for tonight's game. Let's get it, guys. Okay, I I, I know I'm I'm speaking personally. Ten, tonight's going to be a little bit more. Uh, tension-filled for me because as you both know, I am a big soccer fan and international qualifiers for the World Cup start tonight. And unfortunately for my mental health and my heart palpitations, they are both starting an hour away from each other. So (laughs) one eye is going to be on a soccer match and the other one is going to be on ALDS game, game five. So I'll be probably incredibly bilingual tonight.
0: We're gonna need to put like padded walls in your uh, your game watching space. No, <laughs> no objects to throw or anything yes. like that. We've gotta. <laughs> we might have to tie your your arms and legs behind your back and watch the I don't game know. that way. Yeah, maybe, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, Ulysses. We want to thank Austin Holloway again for joining us. I uh, thought it was a great conversation. That was uh, so fun. Yeah, that
1: was so fun, and, and really, it was great having him on. Good conversation. Hopefully, like we said earlier, give us good juju uh, for tonight, and and we can and we can definitely use some good juju as race fans for Game Five.
0: What's your official score prediction again?
1: Well, I'm going to go with Austin's seven runs. Okay, total seven runs. I I okay four two race. Here we go. Four two race.
0: Four, two, Rays. Got it. How about Got it, you? Got marked down. I'll go five, three, Rays. Okay. Okay. Five, three, Rays. Um, okay. Also, be sure to check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash Unfiltered. We have a lot of content on there that, um, if you just like what we're doing, our, our banter, we have some videos, some, some audio segments, Zoom round tables with other listeners, a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, be sure to check that out if you can. Patreon.com slash raise Unfiltered. All right. That wraps up this edition of Locked on Rays. Now to your smart device to play. The most recent episode of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you next week.